With each module's curriculum, the expertise of the Inner MBA faculty moves us forward in our journey to become more wise and compassionate at work. We've created this podcast platform so that these sessions are available to you not only on the learning platform, but also here in audio format. It's our hope that having the core curriculum available in this way will enable you to experience these teachings at your own pace and in the way that works best for you. Welcome, my friends, to this lesson in the Inner MBA program. We'll be looking at some of the ways we get emotionally stuck, both at work and in our relationships, and how the RAIN meditation, which is a weave of mindfulness and compassion, can address these challenges. And so this session's intended to extend the brief intro that you got to RAIN in the Mindfulness Daily Sequence. Now, most people I know really have that deep wish to bring their best into the world, you know, to, to be kind, creative, clear, authentic, present, you know, to contribute, to serve well. And unfortunately, many of us also chronically monitor and judge how we're doing. So it's captured by this little essay that if you can sit quietly after difficult news, if you can, during financial downturns, remain completely calm, if you can see your neighbors travel to fantastic places without a twinge of jealousy, if you can happily eat whatever's put on your plate and fall asleep after a day of running around without a drink or a pill, if you can find contentment just where you are, you are probably a dog. <laughs> so some of you might have found resonance because I'd say for myself over the decades with my students, my clients, and personally, perhaps the most pervasive suffering is really the undercurrent of falling short, that sense of personal failure, of being flawed in some way. And I call this insecurity about ourselves the trance of unworthiness and it's a trance because many of you might be aware of how much you self-judge, but we often don't notice how much our fear of falling short is actually interfering with intimacy with others, it's getting in the way of real creativity, it's blocking our full intelligence. And we don't often see how that undercurrent of something's off with me or wrong with me actually prevents us from enjoying the moment. So a story that I think provides a helpful metaphor on this is that um, back in Thailand, 1950s, uh, there, had, there had for many, many years been this huge, plain-looking statue of the Buddha. It, had a plast it was plaster clay. It had survived actually through centuries. But in the 1950s, there was a, a long, dry season, and cracks started being exposed. So the abbot of the monastery beamed a flashlight into the cracks, and what gleamed back at him was gold. 
and they undid the coverings of the statue and discovered it was the largest solid gold statue in all of Southeast Asia. And the monks believed that it was covered over to protect it through difficult times, through invading armies, much in the way that we cover over our innate purity, our awareness, our sensitivity, our heart, to protect us from difficult times, from challenging environments in our family or our culture. So the suffering is, it's natural to have coverings, but the suffering is we forget the gold. We forget that innate goodness in us and we get identified with our personality and our defenses. And when our coverings are charged by fear, by self-judgment, by blame, they become really confining. They distance us from ourselves and each other. And you can see this in current brain science that fear and shame, they shut down our learning centers in the prefrontal cortex. They lessen creativity and empathy and compassion. So when we go into this trance, it's like being in a dream. We're cut off from a fuller reality. And feeling unworthy and down in ourselves and feeling contracted can last for days and for decades. It can really shape the way we move through life. And there's a palliative caregiver She said that she had been with thousands, tens of thousands, actually, people as they were dying. And she said, the greatest regret of the dying was I didn't live true to myself. You know, I lived according to others' expectations and I lived according to my own self-judgments, but I wasn't at home with myself, living from my deepest capacity. So... A key inquiry and where we're going together in this session is how do we bring a mindful, compassionate attention to the places where we get stuck, where we get emotionally reactive? And I always uh, get drawn by an image that Joseph Campbell presented. He described awareness as this great circle with a line going through it. And he said, everything above the line is in your awareness. And everything below the line is outside your awareness. And when we're stuck and when we're reactive, we're living from below the line. So the first step in waking up from this reactivity, this trance, is to realize we're below the line and be willing to pause. Pausing is key. I often bring to mind Viktor Frankl, who wrote that between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is our power and our freedom. So the portal to healing, to waking up, is what I call the sacred pause. We learn to stop. We learn to take a few deep breaths before responding to an email that irritates us after hanging up from a call with disturbing news. We learn to pause before the difficult conversation. And that pause allows us to come back home to an embodiment and a sense of presence. And as we'll find out that if we can pause and then walk through the steps of rain, we come back home in a way that allows us to respond from our full intelligence, creativity, and heart.
You might try pausing right now. You simply stop. Come more into presence. Perhaps take a few full breaths. Just let your attention deepen right here. Just noticing the power of a pause, the shift, even in a few seconds when we consciously stop and make space for what's here. The poet Martha Postlewaite uh, writes this. She says, do not try to save the whole world or do anything grandiose. Instead, create a clearing in the dense forest of your life and wait there patiently until the song that is your life falls into your own cupped hands and you recognize and greet it. Only then will you know how to give yourself to this world so worthy of rescue. Create a clearing in the dense forest of your life. Thank you, my friends, for your attention.